Hi, welcome to Finding Self with Jake. I'm your host, Jake Sudnick, and in this show, I'm going to be interviewing people who have used their creativity and passion to find who they are. I'm sharing these inspiring stories and interviews to help us all develop a stronger sense of self and who we are as people, and my hope is to inspire both purpose and passion in life. I've got a great guest for you, my friend Ashley Lubecki. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> How are you? I am awesome. Thank you so much for coming and sitting down and chatting with me today. Yeah, of course. <laughs> awesome. So for everybody listening, Ashley is a writer, traveler. Uh, she runs uh, Instagram adventurously, which is like a little travel blog that you do, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And recently, very recently, started working for Cleveland Scene as well, correct? Yes. I think I started working for them in uh, September. So, okay, yeah. so mm -hmm. September. So that's that's pretty pretty new. And yeah. I was mm. looking into it a little bit. I've read a handful of your articles oh, already. Thank you. <laughs> not, I'll be honest, not all of them, unfortunately. <laughs> I didn't do a hundred percent of my prep, but I did look through some of them. And I was I, I think what originally drew me, especially to having you on and talking with you today, is I saw maybe a year plus ago. It might even have been longer than that now. That was a lot of your Instagram posts about like hiking and stuff. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I love hiking and I, I love being outside. And you always have really cool, nice pictures. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, we um, worked together. How long ago was it now? Oh, God. Was um, it five or six or seven years? Uh, probably. I think it was like 2015 is oh when gosh. I first started working there. I think. And I was leaving right about the same yeah, time. Because so. we only crossed over for like a couple months or something yeah. at the end. Yeah, but I did frequent there like a lot before I started working there. So um, I think you were my server a couple of times when I visited. But yeah, I think it was like 2015. So Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that was back a little bit. So we both worked at a restaurant as servers together. And mm. I, I know that that's been wow that's been a long time now so yeah <laughs> you've had a lot of life in between then and now let's do a quick little what's been going on and everybody can just sit here and listen so oh boy. Um, <laughs> tell us a little bit about <laughs> yourself and what your passions are now i guess what you're what you're passionate about what are you doing uh well you know i go to school full time i've been doing that for a little while now um and then i also like besides the cleveland scene i do work for uh the school newspaper. Uh, I'm an editor for the school newspaper, and also I'm a writer for the school newspaper. So, like before I started working for Cleveland Scene, I, I was still writing, just okay. um, I guess with a smaller publication because it's just for like the school. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to check out, ever want to check out some of my stuff on there, it's uh, the Cauldron, uh, and there's like some pretty awesome writers on there too. Oh, like okay. some of the student writers, like. And also, like, I've written for The Vindicator, which is the student magazine, and I read some of the stuff, I'm like, oh my god, like, this writing is incredible. Like, yeah. So I would definitely check check those two out. Um, Cauldron so, and Vindicator. Yeah, The Cauldron and The Vindicator. You can um, just look it up online, and then I think The Vindicator does print still, but The Cauldron doesn't. Um, but uh, yeah, otherwise, you know, just <laughs> living my life trying to travel as much as possible. That's always, like, a high priority for me. I always try to go somewhere new at least like once a year um yeah. i'd love to do more but unfortunately i go to school full time so <laughs> but after i graduate i'm supposed to graduate in may and i already have like two like big travel goals for 2023 Ooh, so, do you mind sharing are we gonna put crossed. them out 
Put them out into the universe. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, try to manifest that for me right now. Um, I want to go to Ireland and Germany. Like, that'll be, like, one trip. Oh, yeah. So I want to do... I've been, always wanted to go to Ireland. Like, that's been, like, a huge goal of mine since I started college. I was, like, as my graduation present, I'm going to Ireland. And, like, it's always been a thing. Yeah. Um, and then when I went to San Francisco, I stayed in a hostel um, with a three different uh, girl roommates and they were all from a different country um, and I really bonded with this girl who lives in Germany and she's like oh come visit me come visit me and I'm like oh, don't even don't even say that unless you really want me to because I will <laughs> like um, on the way yeah I'm already on the way I already booked my ticket no I'm just kidding um, so I was gonna do like one week in Ireland and then I think it was only like 50 bucks to fly to Germany yeah so I'm gonna fly to Germany and she's gonna like show me around and stuff so that'll be super fun um, and then at the end of 2023, uh, I really want to, I like recently got, um, a new car, a Subaru. Um, and I recently just slept, like, I've always wanted to get like a Subaru or SUV to like sleep in the back of it. Um, and I did that Perfect. for a little bit. I went to West Virginia for like a weekend and I did that and I'm like, okay, now I want to go like somewhere for like a longer period of time. So I want to take like two weeks uh, in like October and kind of just like road trip on the East Coast of uh, the United States. I go to like upstate New York, Vermont, um, all those really beautiful places in the fall. Because I've always like I've always tried to like travel places in the fall because I'm like I want to see the colors, yes. um, but I'm always in school, so I'm like, well, I won't be in school this time <laughs> in 2023 because I'll be graduated. Um, so I'm like, I really want to do that. So those are my two main travel goals. Um, that's awesome. So that's funny. So with yeah. like, I just was at. I actually just went over to Europe for the first time. Oh really? This past year. Have you have you been yet or? Were um, you I've been to Iceland. Iceland. So, okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So I, on my little trip, I was in London for a handful oh, wow. of days, and then I did like a little tour where we did Ireland, and then we did kind of the Irish countryside, Ooh. and like up into the mountains and stuff, mm -hmm. and uh, like a bunch of little like musical pubs and things, and it was it was super cool. I I loved it, and uh. then uh, Scotland after that. Ooh. So we did like Edinburgh and uh, some other like Northern England, like more like out there mm -hmm. places, like one of the spots, oh goodness, the name of the town's escaping me but now, but basically you got on a train and you rode it till the train stopped. And it was like a coastal city and it was like, last stop, get off. And it was this <laughs> tiny little like seaside town. Ooh. It was so cool. It has like above it, there's like this cathedral that's like a ruin and it was like the model for Dracula's castle. Oh and God. it like overlooks the town. It's like this big like abbey and when we got there it was actually closed and i'm like man we only have one day here so we climbed over the wall and broke into dracula's castle <laughs> <And> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> absolutely great so I, I know that we share that common it and it's funny because i i think i've probably talked about this in episode two i also have a subaru and i feel like we're plugging subaru as like a commercial right <laughs> yeah. now like i have a subaru and i travel <laughs> Right, so, uh, sponsor him. <laughs> if I could get a Subaru sponsor, that would be super. Right. Just, you know, even if it's just like a little bit of gear for my car, like the dog net would be great. Yeah. Um, so I, I, when I ended up getting my car, I was like doing the same thing. I'm like, oh, I want to start camping more and getting out there. Mm -hmm. And me and a couple friends went up to uh, Traverse City area in northern Michigan. Oh. And it was so pretty. I never thought there was anything cool in Michigan. 
I'm like, because <laughs> I think of Michigan and I'm like, Detroit, that's kind of yeah. like Cleveland. Why go like seven hours to be in like Cleveland? But after you get north of like Detroit, it gets mm. really beautiful up there. Have you been out to that area? I haven't, but like I've seen, like there's this like, uh, I, I, there, I don't remember the name of it, but it's like this really cool like kayaking spot. Yeah, I don't remember like the name of it, but it has like these really pretty like rock walls. Yeah, so like the picture I, rocks. Yeah, yeah. So like I know Michigan can definitely be <laughs> pretty, but yeah, I've never been to Michigan at all. But it yeah. was funny. So the reason I ended up going there, and we'll get to like the purpose of this podcast soon, I swear, because <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about finding ourselves, and these are all important parts of yeah. finding who you are as a person. Oh, definitely. I mean, traveling, traveling, traveling is like I traveling is like I feel like how. I, I discover myself like part of the reasons because like I often go by myself yeah. traveling so it's just like I don't know like when I went to um, California like I was scared shitless like <laughs> I, when I got there and I was checking into my hostel I was like what did I get myself oh into my gosh, but it was yeah. like amazing and I was just like sometimes you just gotta just gotta do it scared you know <laughs> do you do but. you consider yourself like an anxious person oh yeah definitely okay same <laughs> sweet so yeah. like uh, so same same there and mm-hmm. I'm curious, so you had this, like, solo trip. I, I had one this summer where I was in New York City, and it was supposed to be some a trip where someone was going with me. They ended up sick with COVID, like, oh, no. the day of. So I had the plane ticket. I'm like, I guess I'm going. And I end up in New York City by myself for, like, two days. And I'm like, this is a little overwhelming. I'm not usually used to, like, being in a big city, yeah. being from the Midwest and all. Um, I had an awesome time. And it, like, forced me into, like, conversations mm-hmm. and, like, hanging out with people that I had to be more independent and actually get out there and I had an absolutely lovely time I'm so happy that I went Mm -hmm. so your experience getting out there now with your solo trip you said San Diego Uh, San Francisco Francisco, yeah I've been to a couple of different places but that was the most recent one that I went to by myself nice what now this is like maybe too deep of a question but what did you learn about yourself when you did that oh god (laughs) um I mean I feel like every time I go on like a solo trip I just like makes me realize like I could really just do anything that I put my mind to um and that like I don't know kind of like brings me out of my shell a little bit I guess like what yeah. you were saying and I'm like yeah I could do the things and it like encourages me and like I guess inspires me to like continue I'm like yeah I could if I could go to California literally like the farthest I've been away from my home like home by myself yeah. and like have like a great time and like not get lost and like <laughs> like somehow not get lost and like talk like have some like make me so many connections like one in which is like a person from another country where I try to go visit like if I could oh. do all that like I feel like I could do anything like you know it's pretty pretty cool definitely like gives me inspiration um I don't know uh that's, I guess, pretty much, I guess, what I learned about myself. Um, That's cool. So, like, I don't know. as, at, when you say, like, inspiration, so you, I, I guess, for a lot of what your work, so we both have a history of working in service industries, but currently, mm-hmm. one of the things that you're focusing on through school and in, in your life is writing more, right? Yeah. Okay. And would, would you consider that something that, that you think of as more of a career path? A passion or does it have elements of both for you um kind of both I would say I mean like it started off um, the, like the reason that I wanted to write is uh, I'm trying to like think of how to word this um, like it, it basically I want to write as kind of like like the activist inside of me wants to like it yes. wants to be a writer like I want um, to like put stuff out there that like 
people should know, I guess. Like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, there's a lot of, like, misinformation and fake news or whatever right now. So I want to, like, make sure um, that, like, important subjects are being, like, talked about. Like, a lot of my pieces I often write about, like, LGBTQ, uh, like, community. Uh, I like to write about, like, uh, the whole, um, like, abortion rights uh, and stuff. You had a um, recent article about that, right? Um, in the past month with the uh, with scene? Yes, I think so. Yeah, I did. It was like, uh, they sent me like, and uh, yeah, my, so my editor knows that I like to do that stuff. So he sent me like a press release um, about uh, how there's like abortions in Ohio have like gone down, obviously, because, yeah. you know, the whole laws and everything. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I wrote a piece on that. I did write a piece also for The Cauldron. Um, and I also wrote a piece that I published like myself on Ooh, okay. my WordPress uh, because I don't know I had it I don't want to get into it but I I just had to publish it myself essentially um, yeah. but yeah so I like to write pieces like that are I don't know like important issues in the world uh, so like that's I don't know so it's like a passion um, for sure sometimes I just write like some fluff pieces or whatever which I also think could be equally important like I wrote that piece about hiking I'm like sometimes people get like all of this news and it's like overwhelming like we're so overwhelmed with like news like scrolling through Facebook scrolling through Instagram scrolling through TikTok like so much like negative stuff and like especially with like everything going on like you know we just went through a pandemic like a you know women's rights just got taken away like right. all this oh crazy God. stuff um so like sometimes I, it's like i like to write like fluff pieces if you will um as sure. well like i wrote that hiking piece where it's like okay like let's forget about all this negativity for a second like here's all these fun hiking spots you can go on like take your mind off of let's it go like, let's go to the woods let's go to the woods like but you know so it's yeah so i would say it's like a passion but um, you know, I'll, I also like, sometimes it's work, like sometimes I get like pieces, like press releases from my boss and I'm like, I don't really want to write about this, but I just, you know, whatever. But so it's a combination, I guess of both. Yes. Okay. So I, and that, and thinking about that whole, you know, what, what you're writing now, first question, because I know very little about your industry and what yeah. you do in general. So do you pick a lot of your own articles or is that something where you're assigned or um, is, how does that work exactly? So, yeah, for like, so for the Cauldron, um, which is the Cleveland State newspaper, like I pretty much like pick whatever stuff, like whatever I want. I'm just like, hey, can I write about this? Like sometimes like my editor will like send us like in the group chat, like he'll like find a story and be like, hey, anyone want to write about this? Yeah. Um, but like pretty much like, but that one I have like, com like pretty much complete like freedom to do whatever I want. Nice. Um, not whatever I want, but write about whatever I want. <laughs> um, and even, I mean, with Cleveland Scene too, like if I have ideas, like I'll send them, like I'll tell my editor and he'll be like, oh yeah, that's great. Like, let's do that. Um, and then sometimes like when I don't have ideas, like my editor will just like send me press releases and then I'll write about oh. that. So that's like usually the stuff that's like, oh, like that's just like my job. Cause like, I don't really have any ideas right now. So I'm just like doing whatever he's giving me. Very um, cool. But yeah, usually with like the cauldron, it's kind of just like literally whatever. Um, but do you find a lot of inspiration when you're traveling as far as like, does that help spark some of that like creative, like, oh, this is something that I need to focus more on? Um, so like actually when I travel, I usually focus on like poetry or stuff and stuff oh, or like, that. or like, um, sometimes like I would try to write like some inspirational stuff like on my Instagram. Nice. Um, usually like when I'm like 
I guess home um, is when I find um, the most inspiration. Like I remember the first day of school this semester, um, I felt like super inspired. It was like the best first day like I probably ever had. It was like really weird um, and cool. But I awesome. uh, remember I wanted to, so I just like started working for the Cauldron um, as an editor this semester. Um, so I get like a scholarship for that, so that's cool. Um, and I wanted to like meet some of like my fellow staff members because it was kind of just like all through like the internet. And I haven't really met anybody, yeah, so yeah. I like sent in the group chat. It's like, hey guys, like I'm running this coffee shop. If anyone wants to like come and say hello, I feel like you have time. And um, nobody. Well, I think there was like one person that was like able to, and everybody else kind of like I think had class during that time. I was like, well, whatever, I'm just going to go, and like, if anyone shows up, <laughs> like, I'll be here, um, cool. but I didn't end up meeting anybody, I only met, I met one person, but then the coffee shop was, like, so small, like, oh. it was literally, like, two seats, oh, no. <laughs> but no, but it was, like, great, because I was talking to, like, the barista, and, like, um, this uh, other person, like, came in, and I was talking to them, and uh, I was like, yeah, like, this is what I'm going to school for, like, yeah, this is what I'm going to school for, like, there were students, and um, the, uh, person like the customer was like oh yeah like uh there's we were just like vibing and stuff and i was like oh my god like i could write about that like i could write about that so like i feel like i don't know sometimes just like talking to people like within the community mm. um i'm actually like a community editor <laughs> for the for the cauldron so okay. like that's cool like just bouncing ideas off people that's usually how i find like inspiration for um like writing or honestly just like scrolling through instagram sometimes yeah, okay. like um there but i wanted to write this story i'm still like kind of working on it. i'm trying to like get in touch with somebody from the lgbt um community center mm. but i guess like the lgbt community community center is doing like a lavender this thing called lavender cafe and i just like okay. saw it scrolling through instagram and i was like oh like maybe i could write about that and i just mm. like asked my editor and he was like yeah um it's basically like this like Group, uh, they're doing like meetings. I don't know how often. Um, I think there was one like this past Saturday or a couple Saturdays ago okay. for um, people who came out like later in life, like people who were like 35 yeah. who came out or like after like the age of like 35 or like older. Sure. So, like, I was like, oh, like that's super cool. Like, that's like I want to get like more um, attention, I guess, on that. So, yeah. uh, I, I wanted to write about that. Um, so, like, yeah, sometimes just, like, scrolling through Instagram, honestly, and just, like, following a bunch of pages in the community. Or, like, when I went to Ingenuity Fest, yeah. um, I, For like, listeners, that's a local, like, arts festival in Cleveland. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm, super cool. Definitely check it out. I think they do it, like, once a year. Um, but anyway, uh, when I went there, there was, like, a bunch of booths and stuff of, like, local, like, uh uh organizations uh so i was just like talking to them um i was like i literally like got like cards for all of them and i was like maybe i can write about this like maybe i can keep an eye out yeah. for like what they're doing like so yeah i pretty much just try to like involve myself in the community i guess more for like uh for like uh, for like the news writing but when i'm traveling i usually do poetry which i usually don't publish i just keep that for myself but. It's good to have that line somewhere because there's it's very easy, especially when you work in a field where, you know, some people think that you're you know you work to live, other people think you live to work, and other mm -hmm. people think there's some other different grouping there, right? Yeah. 
And no matter where you fall on that spectrum of things, it's important to know where your lines are of like, okay, is this a thing I do for me? And maybe in ways that you're like, okay, well, I do have these passions and things I want to be inspired about in life, but if I can't keep myself in a good spot, yeah, it gets hard to do those extra things. Right. And that's the thing I've talked about a lot because one of, like, I, I think it's been a really common thing. A lot of people have had a lot of burnout. There's been mm-hmm. a lot of, like, people changing industries and careers after the past couple of years of being, like, realizing whether it's like, oh, I work for kind of a toxic place or, like, yeah. oh, I'm just not really happy. I've just been going for years and I just took a you know I was forced to take a moment to look up and be like oh this is what I do Mm -hmm. like do I want to keep doing this yeah that's that's such a huge thing so whether you know however you find those lines and define them for yourself that is really really important and really cool and I applaud you (laughs) I'm being able to have a space where you're like okay here's the time that I can take for me and I hope you get more of that time thank you (laughs) yeah I'm a huge advocate for mental health that's like another thing that um I like to write about. I actually wrote for the Cauldron last year. Um, and that's not like completely, I guess, mental health focused, but I wrote about um, like substance abuse in Cuyahoga County. Okay. Um, and I talked to like a couple uh, like Cleveland, Cuyahoga County residents that were like, had been like affected um, by addiction, either like from themselves or like from like yeah. a friend that they knew like went through addiction and they like, I don't know. So that was like a really cool article um, nice. that I I don't know. I really like that article. But. <laughs> well, you, you beat me to one of my questions. Oh. If you had any, any like favorite articles that you've written recently oh. or in the past that really were like, oh, this was a really motivating one for me. So that was one of them. Are there yeah. any others that jumped to mind as far as like, oh, this is one that like this, you know, I, I felt like it, whether it would like helped just define more of mm-hmm. what you're trying to accomplish or, you, you know, provided something to the community back. Was there anything else that jumps out? Um, I mean, I always, like, jump back to, like, my first couple articles that I ever, like, wrote for um, mostly, like, The Cauldron. Um, I mean, there's, like, that substance abuse one, but I wrote one. um, So I'm also a part of the uh, Society of Intersectional Feminists. Oh gosh, I don't know if that's like the exact name. Um, <laughs> oh no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like a feminist society uh, at, awesome. at Cleveland uh, at Cleveland State, and they put together this um, event last year for the Ohio House Bill 480, which, like, if you don't know what that is, it was for the um, six-week ban. Um, yes. But that's like that was like last year, so there's a whole thing, a lot of things that happened <laughs> since then. Sure um, but they, uh, it was basically like a protest, but it was also uh, like they, a lot of people spoke at it, so um, that was like one of my first writing pieces, and I remember it was absolutely freezing that day. Like, it was so cold, like my nose was running, and I was like running in place the whole time, oh, but no. I was like, I gotta get this. Um, and like, it was just, like, the the uh, people that spoke, at, I don't know, they were just, like, inspirational, and, like, I quoted, like, a lot of them, and I really, like, like, that's actually the piece that I sent to Cleveland Scene when I applied, because um, oh, wow. they were, like, oh, like, let me see, like, a sample of your work. Um, I have, like, a portfolio, but they just wanted, like, one piece, so I sent them that one. Yeah. Um, that one's, like, I think always, like, my favorite, because um, that I feel like that was, like, I was like, yeah, like, this is why I want to be a writer, to, like, put this information out there that, yeah. like, bring awareness to things that really need to have, like, awareness, like, I don't know. And, like, the uh, people who, like I said, who spoke were, like, 
I don't know. It was like I learned things that I didn't even know. So like, wow. and I feel like I'm pretty big into like feminism and stuff. So I'm like, wow. <laughs> like so, I really like that piece. Um, I don't remember what it was called. Uh, I was gonna say I could like try to plug it. <laughs> I don't I remember saying, the name. Or of if it. you have a catalog somewhere yeah. where people can look up like your work, then we can we'll yeah. figure that out. I we have can... um, a portfolio, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. If you we'll know tag that. it in the notes later. Yeah. We'll look it up. It's no big deal. Yeah. So, and this is, I always really enjoy sit downs with people that I haven't talked to in a long time because I, like, like I had mentioned earlier on in our conversation, we had very briefly crossed paths in mm. each other's lives for just like a little bit of time where we worked together. And I remember you being so quiet and yeah. like kept to yourself and it's very cool to see this voice that you've developed because yeah. like whether it's through your writing and some of the articles I've read mm -hmm. or just the things that you share or our conversations it's really really cool to see that come out and yeah. be like oh it, it's kind of honestly it's perfect for what we're doing here which is you know as I had mentioned earlier in this show trying to figure out okay well how do you find you, yourself in life the things that you care about the things you're passionate about the mm -hmm. things that like make you want to get up because like I don't know between me and a lot of people and I'm sure you deal with this too there's a lot of days I don't want to get up and do things oh definitely definitely yeah so if we can find a little spark to help get other mm -hmm. people excited that's what this is all about for me is like okay how can I help other people find like oh there are things that are worth getting out there and doing so when you said you found more of your voice, what are some things that led you to find finding um, that? Yeah, I guess like when you were just saying that too, it was like I guess circling back to like traveling, <laughs> like that was that's like definitely uh, one thing, like because like when I'm especially like solo traveling, I'm like I'm by myself, like I have to have like I have to do all this by myself yeah. and like talk to people. And I'm not gonna like go and travel somewhere and just be like, all right, I'm gonna go hide in the corner, like no, like I'm gonna try to like get a, the full experience. Like when I was in, uh, in San Francisco, like I was talking to like all the bartenders and I was like talking to just like random people on the street, talking to like the store clerks, just like I yeah. followed like a bunch of them on Instagram too. So that was cool. Um, and just, I don't know, just like talking to my roommates um, who all lived in a different country and like learning about Whoa. them. So that was like super cool. So like that's definitely one thing. Also, I just think like living alone, like I've lived alone um, since I was 20. Okay. Um, so it's, it's like seven years now. Um, so like I def like definitely like having a lot of alone time doing like uh, having like hobbies, getting to know myself. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I'm pretty cool. Like, why am I like hiding in like the yes. corner and like not talking? Like, you know, like, I don't know. So I guess like just kind of figure out what you like and doing them and then yeah. <laughs> like being yourself, like whatever. No, that's, that's awesome. And it's, it's interesting because like I've, I feel like I've had, like, a weird identity struggle for a long time in my life, and it's like, oh, I, I there's things I care about. I know there's things I care about, but bringing them to a forefront is super important. It's like, what groups do you associate yourself with? And I think you mentioned that a few times, mm -hmm. is, okay, what groups are you around? What people are you exposing yeah, yourself to? Yeah, that's definitely really important. <laughs> I have a... I, as much as I love talking to people and I love a good one-on-one -on -one conversation, I'm not the best in groups all the time. Oh, me neither. No. So, <laughs> like, interpersonal communication, great. Love it. I love these little sit-downs where mm -hmm. I can just, like, go one-on-one -on -one with somebody. But put me in, like, a group where there's, like, it's too loud or there's a bar. I can't quite hear what everyone is saying. And all of a sudden, I, like, shut down and really push back, pull back into, like, my little corner. <laughs> and 
Isn't it funny how we're both servers too? Right? <laughs> we're both servers, like with that like, personality. <laughs> you have to force yourself to talk to people. Yeah, literally. Like, <laughs> so it, it is very funny, but I, and actually, I does that, you think that in working in an industry like that, it shaped how you think at all? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think like it's definitely like humbled me a lot. Like, I don't know. And also just like experiencing like some of the complaints that people have. I'm like, what? what? Just like, I don't even know. I actually had a complaint the other day. It's just like comical to me. And I'm like, I, I don't know. But like, I had a complaint the other day where I had this like party and um, uh -huh. I gave them, they had like some appetizers or whatever. So I gave them like some plates to like share and then some napkins. Um, and I like went to check on them and they were like, oh, there's seven of us and you only gave us five napkins. And I was like, I don't count the napkins, my dude. Like, <laughs> I just grabbed them. And I'm like, what a stupid thing to complain about. Like, I like so like don't want to be that kind of person. Like, you know, I don't know. And it just like, I don't know. I just, it's definitely like humbled me, I think, being in the industry. And it's, it's a very like hard industry, like mentally, yeah. physically, emotionally draining it can be. Right. So, I think I everyone know. should spend a little time either in like a serving type industry or like a retail industry. Yeah. Just so you have to like get that other side of it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think it pulls some perspective in where it's like, yeah. there's a lot of little things I don't care about. <laughs> like, right. I'm just trying to live yeah. my life every day. And Literally. Or like, it's, it'll be fine. And I don't know, to see how little it can take to just complete, and you never know what someone's going through. They could be, like, that could have just been the stone. But then also, Definitely. on the other side of that, there's a lot of stuff that's like, like you said, come on, my dude. Like, what is going <laughs> yeah. on? Right. I feel like it's just, like, more important things to worry about than, like, the napkins. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, there's, like, a war going on. Like, I said earlier, like, women's rights are being attacked. Like, I don't, like, they're caring about napkins. So let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> okay. Because now... Like all of there's a like you mentioned there's a lot bigger issues. Yeah. I think it's and I would like to know what your thoughts are on this. I'm gonna like throw out my weird little thing right now, mm -hmm. but I I think it's so easy to become like, especially our country really promotes this idea of like self self self. You can mm -hmm. be so focused on what's happening in your own life that like you're really only thinking about that moment and that napkin. Yeah. <laughs> but right. <laughs> in reality, if you zoom out, if mm -hmm. you do things like traveling different places that's a big one because all of a sudden now you're exposing yourself to new groups and people you're yeah. talking to communities that are you know when you like you said you work a lot with lgbtq plus communities blah, blah, mm. blah, excuse me <laughs> stumbling through that yeah the, what is it the uh, alphabet mafia yeah you work a lot with the mafia <laughs> the, alpha, so, the alphabet mafia alpha, uh, yes. yeah i feel like i've heard that before i think that's easier to say i like, I like that the alphabet mafia <laughs> and but. what like when you talk to these groups of people that even zooms out further of like holy crap like there's some things in life that mm -hmm. like the that on a daily basis i don't even think about it. and it gets you into that mindset of like okay well there are privileges and like yeah i mean as you know white male in America guy here. Like, I definitely, in the last couple of years, when I've started to take some time to zoom out, I'm kind of embarrassed about some things that, I, mm -hmm. like, previously in my life I didn't really think about. Yeah. And I'm, like, actively now having more friends in these communities, like, realizing, okay, I need to even widen that perspective further past, past you know, a job, past this and started looking at those bigger social aspects and it's not in every single moment of my life this is all I think about thing but it is for sure something that's like okay when I'm thinking about like what goes wrong in a day or what happens that really helps pull that lens back and I think a lot of people when they're not 
when they're so focused on self, they can really just drill in on like the everyday inconveniences being just the end of it all yeah. when there's so many bigger things that could be happening that you just don't think about and that's a huge privilege right there to right. be able to have that luxury mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i feel like that also like goes back to like kind of uh like mental health too like because yeah. like when i mean also like these past like few years have been so rough for like everybody like a lot of my friends i feel like uh, maybe like it's just, like a lot of people I know right now or like I feel like they're very much like going inward and like I feel like I mean it's sometimes like hard I guess like when you're um going through like all this stuff to like actually like think about the bigger issues of the world which yeah I don't even know like I can go <laughs> which I feel like also is like um like that's like kind of I don't know like it's hard to like fight against like these bigger issues too um when you're like when you're like struggling to pay the rent, it's like who yeah. who cares about this other stuff when like I can't even pay my rent, you know? Like, I don't know if but, I have a place to live next month. Right. Like yeah. That. Um so I don't know. I don't even I don't know what to say about that, but no. it's just like We don't have to have that deep of a Yeah, stuff, I know, but, but I'm like that's of like how deep do you wanna go? <laughs> I like, mean, I'm here. We got time. <laughs> yeah, we can run um, this as long as you want. But yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't really know what like the exact question was, but that's just what came to mind when you were saying that <laughs> no it's a good thought and I think that in in being able to work inward a little bit too like like you said you got to be able to fix what's happening mm -hmm. at home and yourself and like maybe that zooming inward is if you're doing it in a way that's like trying to better like how you think yeah. or like spending that time to work on it like I know with with people um now like be able to get into therapy is like yeah. way more you know, it's way more normalized now yes. than it was 10 was years gonna, ago. I was going to say something about that, too. Like, yeah. I feel like the whole, like, well, like I was saying earlier, like, I'm a huge advocate for mental health, and I feel like um, oftentimes, like, mental health is, like, frowned upon. Like, not, like, like seeking help for your mental health is frowned upon. Like, I mean, like, recently I feel like it's getting better, but, like, I have, I, I have a friend who, like, they take uh, like medicine for their mental health, yeah. and like I do too. I take antidepressants. Totally normal thing to do. Like, um, I think like I'm very open about it. I'm like, yeah, I have mental health issues. Like, I take antidepressants. Like, I feel like it's important to be open about it yeah. to like, so like other people don't feel bad about no. whatever. Anyway, there's someone um, out there who definitely needs that. that yeah. maybe they haven't taken that step because they feel like there's yeah, because it's wrong like oh it. yeah, like yeah, like so my one friend. Um, she is like, oh, like, I don't want to take these. Like, I feel bad about myself that I even have to take them. I'm like, I take them too, girl. Like, if, if like, it's going to make you feel better, like, do it. Like, don't walk Absolutely. around, like, being miserable when, like, there's literally, like, resources that could, like, help you not be miserable. <laughs> like, yes. like, I don't know. But, um, so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Definitely, like, important, but also, like, um, I feel like there needs to be like more options for like mental health, for uh, sure. if that makes sense. Like, uh, especially like because uh, you know we don't have universal health care. <laughs> so like I like being a server, like I didn't have health insurance for like the longest time. I actually 
only recently got in health insurance like during the pandemic because I was on unemployment. Um, so I was like able to get Isn't on. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, right. So I was able to get on Medicaid, and I'm like fingers crossed that like it doesn't like lapse in 2023. Um, but like I, I have like another friend who's like eventually struggling, and they're like, well, I don't have health insurance, so like I'm struggling to like find, um, you know, like, like I want to get like on antidepressants, but I'm struggling to like find like a spot, like a good spot, and like a lot of spots, like especially like there is spots where it's like. Um, income based but like a lot of them are like booked out because yeah. a lot of people don't have health insurance um and also like i've gone to like therapy like uh that was like income based and it was like terrible like literally those therapists were so bad <laughs> like the one therapist literally told me that like she's like i know you don't want to have kids but like i think if you had kids it would help your family trauma like so everyone out there who if you're looking for a therapist and they tell you to have kids and you don't want to have kids dump that therapist like dump them that's a good rule of thumb that you can move on from your therapist you are not stuck to them right because man i have heard that story a lot of people that have just struggled with like finding someone who can actually you definitely it's like dating like you have to like it's literally like I always date say your it's like, yeah, don't it's, actually date your therapist yeah, but date yeah, your therapist yeah. you know what we're saying it's like dating like you have to like kind of like go through like kind of like I don't know give it like a three month trial period or whatever and then be like alright this isn't working go find another therapist like, we you need know. to make Tinder for therapists or yeah, you can like honestly. swipe through you're like I don't right. know about what you're, you're can you just give me a quick synopsis of what you're uh, what you're about here before we sign up right <laughs> honestly like, well there is like sometimes like people have like little bios and stuff and yes. they're like oh I specialize in like trauma and like whatever so like that's cool but I don't know I mean like also like everyone's different so everyone like has like everyone needs something different from their therapist so Absolutely. it's really it's really like dating like you sometimes just get to shop around for a therapist sometimes and you do have to spend but. that time right because even like with my current situation I'm, I'm in therapy currently but I'm looking at changing because I've been with that person for a few months and it's been good but yeah. I'm starting to get to a point where I'm you know not quite getting the yeah you know, the extra little bit that I was earlier on. Mm -hmm. So there are times too, it's like, okay, well, like maybe this is outgrown and I need something different. Or right now I'm doing all virtual. Maybe me sitting down with somebody would help me get more into myself and what I need Mm -hmm. to figure out. So like there's definitely options and I think it's important to keep looking. And I I guess it's all, all part of that fun journey that we have. (laughs) The unfortunate part is for a lot of folks, myself included, it's also an expensive journey and it can be very tough because Mm -hmm. again, it's just not one of those things that is a provision to us that should be, but it isn't. So we're working with what we got. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And for... Crazy world. (laughs) And and it's funny. So one of the other things, and this is by no means, I've said this 10,000 times probably, a substitute for therapy by doing these talks like this, Mm -hmm. but... I hope by having conversations and yeah. trying to make it more open and accessible, people can listen to this and at least at the very at the very least feel like, okay, I'm not the only person that's struggling with right. these kind of things. Yeah. And that's kind of what drew me to starting mm-hmm. and doing these conversations. And it, honestly, the self-talk thing, me just sitting here and rambling for an hour at a time, <laughs> really got a lot of my feelings out there and putting them yeah. into the world. Those that, that gave me a lot of, like, gave myself a lot of power back when I was mm-hmm. like, okay, good, I can, I can say these things about myself and I'm okay with it. I don't feel like it's something I'm hiding from anybody right. anymore. It's out there. And honestly, I've had such a lovely response from it that I feel even better about being able to have done something like this. And mm. I, I'm hoping that I can help other people get to that same spot. Yeah. 
definitely. Yeah. I also, yeah, I feel like like community and like connection is definitely like very important, especially like, well, especially like now with like everything going on, like I've mentioned a thousand times now, but like, sure. um, especially like with like mental health too, like I feel like, like you don't have to go at it alone. Like that's like another thing where it's like you can reach out for help. Like you can ask yes. your friends. Like you're not a burden. Like ask your friends for help. Like please, talk please. to people. Like yeah. <laughs> Somebody will help. Yeah. Call also, actually, kind of ironic because I'm wearing this, <laughs> this uh, the nine eight eight. Yeah, the um, suicide hotline, yeah. mental health hotline on my shirt right now. So that's super it's funny. It's too perfect. Yeah, yeah. So call for think, help. Yeah, nine eight eight. Call them. Call them up. You can just call them just to like chat too. Like you don't have to like be thinking of committing suicide. I've done that like once or twice. No, that's so important, and I, I appreciate you bringing that to the forefront. Honestly, anything we can do to center more of that, I love that conversation. So I guess in closing, I've got one more big question okay. for you. <laughs> so do you feel currently where you're at in your life that you've developed a strong sense of self? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I'm still, like, growing. Like, there's still things that I'm like, all right, like, I don't know. I'm still, like, trying, like... I want to like build more um, connection and like do more things that like I'm passionate about. I also think like it's kind of hard because I go to like school full time and I work and I do all these things. Absolutely. So it's, like, hard, but like, uh, yeah, definitely. I definitely think I have like a pretty strong sense of self and I'm like self aware and nice. whatever. But <laughs> now, outside of we've talked about traveling, really bringing you to that, and you having some different communities that have helped you get to that place. Mm -hmm. Are those really the primary things that you think have led you to knowing who you are just trying to look outward or was it more inward work some um, kind of I would say it was like more inward but um yeah it's kind of just like spending uh, like a lot of time with myself because like I said I've lived alone for like a little while um and just like I don't know like learning what learning how like I function learning what I like like even like when I was in San Francisco, I remember I wanted to like do this thing. I wanted to go to Chinatown and then I was like feeling kind of overwhelmed because like the sun was like beating on my face like the yeah. whole day and I was like, I'm kind of like lost a little bit and I was like, you know what? Like I'm just going to like recenter myself. I'm going to go back to my hostel. I'm going to like write or like just like chill for a second and like knowing like when to do that, like I don't know, it's definitely like helped. Um, I don't know. <laughs> and I guess probably just like therapy also <laughs> helps. No, um, that's huge. Yeah. Kind of like learning what your limits are mm -hmm. and who you yeah. are. So yeah. for that person that's still kind of struggling, figuring out like whether who, you know, finding out who they are, they know that there's things that they care about, but they just are having a hard time getting going. Do you have any advice for somebody that wouldn't be in that kind of situation? Oh God. Um, I mean, I'm still kind of in that situation. That's fine. Um, I mean... I don't know. I mean, I think, like, the big thing is, like, do it scared. Uh, I know, like, things are, life is scary. These yeah. things, like, are scary. Like, I definitely think it's, like, do it scared because you're going to not, you're not going to, you're not going to regret it if you just do it. Um, also, do it sad. Um, do it, so yeah, good. like, sometimes, like, I know you don't, you don't want to get out of bed or, like, you don't want to whatever because um, you're, like, not feeling it. But, like, just do it sad, like. Whatever. Do you don't have to be happy all the time. Like, it's not like, I mean, life is crazy. Like, just yeah. do it. Just do it. Like, don't try to, like, change, I guess, your emotions or, like, make yourself feel bad for feeling a certain way. Um, and just feel it. Like, just live your life feeling it. Like, you know, like, obviously, if it gets to a point where it's like, I'm constantly, like, depressed, like, 
maybe try to do something about that. Like maybe yeah. seek therapy or like try um, to like change something about your life. But sure. just, yeah, like don't try to like constantly be happy. Just like feel your emotions, like be scared, be sad, be anxious. Like yeah. let yourself, uh, I don't know, cry, <laughs> like, you know. That's so important yeah. though, to, <laughs> to still have action in life right because yeah. when when we take action we, we do things like that that's really where you get progress and you can start finding your way out of that place that you're yeah, at definitely because sitting in the same spot i know that i've done it a lot mm -hmm. and it sounds like you probably had been in the position oh, yeah. where you sat in it for a really long time and when you're doing that unfortunately it doesn't change right mm -hmm. and it's yeah, so you gotta push yourself sometimes right? <laughs> it's so hard and it's such a hard thing to do when you're not feeling like doing it but that is awesome advice even if you're just Doing it at whatever percent you're able to give yeah. is better than not doing it all. Right. Even if that's just getting up and walking outside, looking up and be like, okay, I went outside today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. uh -huh. yeah half-assed is better than no-ass, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Like, I half-ass things all the time. And I'm like, well, you know, whatever. I always, like, this this um, semester, actually, I don't know if it's because I have, like, senioritis or if I'm just, like, so over going to school. But, like, yeah. the whole, like, the theme of the semester was, like, D still get degrees. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm still doing the thing. Like, you know, whatever. You don't have to, like, push myself to get, like, straight A's and, like, be perfect. Like, just do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we've talked a lot about you know, mental health, community, all these different things. Do you have yeah. any other projects that you're working on right now that you'd want to share with everybody as far oh, as yeah. what you're looking for? Um, well, like I had mentioned earlier, I think like prior to the podcast, like um, we had talked about like the service industry a little bit and like the industry can be like super toxic. Like for anybody who's worked in it, no, like you get paid like... I think like the federal wage is like what two thirteen or something. It's something hour. very 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 it's low. Very low. Like I don't even know. Like I tell people that who like don't work in the industry and they're like, how is that legal? I'm like, I don't know, but it is. Um, I think in Ohio it's like four something. But, yes. Um. Anyway, and like you don't have a PTO. Like you work like long hours. Like, um, you don't have like health insurance most of the time. And like the industry can be like very toxic. It's like. I don't know, for like various different reasons. Um, so I was like trying to find people who were like willing to like share, who like worked in the industry, um, whether it's like in like, um, like a full dining restaurant or like even just like a coffee shop or something like, yeah. and just like share their experience of like why, how, like maybe like stories of like how it had been toxic for them. I mean, I know some people like really enjoy the industry. I mean, good for them, I guess. But, um, sure. No, that's but I don't know. Cause I wanted, that was like something that I was trying to write about, but I couldn't find like enough people who were, I mean, people like said they wanted to share stuff, but like they couldn't find the time or like, I don't know. It kind of just like fell through. So I'm trying to find like at least like five people who are willing to like, share their story awesome. um what would be the, the best way for people to find you and reach out to um them? i guess i don't know they can for, email like instagram yeah or? i guess my instagram yeah. or they can email me uh which is my name ashleylebecky at gmail.com perfect just be like hey i heard awesome. you on the podcast I'm, uh... <laughs> we'll, we'll plug it all in the show <laughs> yeah, notes yeah. <laughs> so i'll put your instagram and your email on okay. there so yeah through Ash Venturously would be the, the spot yeah, to reach yeah. out to you if mm -hmm. they're looking for some lovely outdoor content or if they want to talk about their toxic work environment. Right, yeah. Or, like, I mean, honestly, if there's, like, anything uh, that we, like, talked about at all that, like, you have um, some insight on or, like, 
I don't know, like a story on that you want to share, like that I could maybe like write about, like just like, you know, about mental health or the LGBTQ community or like women's rights. Um, that's like a huge one for me right Absolutely. now. Um, or like uh, anything like having to do with like socialism or like, I don't know. I was actually trying to write um, another thing too. I was trying to write about, because um, like the whole Starbucks thing, um, like they're they've been union union busting like hard like firing Ooh, like okay. Starbucks workers like for like just dumb shit and I was trying to like write about that um, yeah. I don't know sorry if I can't swear oh no you can't <laughs> okay. no we, we got the E on our podcast already it's fine you okay, okay, swear okay. Away. <laughs> sorry <laughs> but like stupid stuff um, yeah. and so I was trying to find like some people to maybe interview about that if they were like willing to talk about that like people who've been fired from Starbucks from like for trying to unionize wow yeah. Um, that's cause, huge yeah because I'm like. You know, like, come on, fuck Starbucks. And like, well, yeah. <laughs> anyone who's gonna, I basically, basically, again, we're taking away rights from an already struggling group of people right. in most circumstances. Yes. So, like, uh -huh. we, I could. We could have a whole other show. Right. <laughs> we could have a whole other show on this. <laughs> we yeah. might need to have to have a whole other show. We'll yeah. get a line of people that have had yeah. issues with this. And I can we ramble can... about like capitalism for days. One so... after another. <laughs> yeah. So. I love that. <laughs> no, that's that's perfect. So we'll have all of your stuff plugged so people can find you, and mm -hmm. hopefully, I'd love to hear some. You know, I'd love to see some new articles come out. So that'd yeah. be so fun. I was, I am trying to, I wrote like one recently. There was this one article that I'm like waiting to come out. My, I think like uh, Cleveland scene is kind of like understaffed right now. So Ooh, it's yeah. been like taking a little bit, but there's this one article that I wrote um, that my uh, editor sent me uh, from the March of Dimes, which is like this like company that does, um, like they pull data for, for uh, like, like, I'm trying to, sorry, <laughs> like, words, um, no, uh, for, uh, like, how good, uh, I'm trying to, like, think of exactly what it was, but it's, like, the maternity, like, the maternity grade of, like, certain areas, like, Cuyahoga, Cuyahoga County is an F. And oh, Ohio no. is like a D for like maternity. I mean, it makes sense. We would keep taking away rescue people and right. like making it worse um, uh, to and live. And there's so. like three or four counties <laughs> or something. No, there's like 13 actually. There's three counties in Northeast Ohio that don't have a labor and delivery unit at all. Really? Yeah. And there's like 13 counties in Ohio that don't have any. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. So I like wrote something about that. I'm just like waiting for it to be published. So yeah. I had no idea, but wild. we'll keep an eye out for that one too. Yeah. And <laughs> anything that we can draw more light to social issues with this new season of the show, I'm yeah. trying to put more mm -hmm. attention on creativity, personal mental health, and any kind of social issue that we can put a little bit of a spotlight on just yeah. to give a little bit better voice to it. That's mm -hmm. what I'm hoping that I can do. So I'm happy that you were able to share these things yeah, today. Yeah, I actually wanted to, sorry. Oh, please, <laughs> no, 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 tell me. One more thing. I was thinking about this, like, before, like, when he would ask me to enter, or to do the interview. Um, I think it, like, also, like, with the, like, arts and, like, community and stuff, like, um, so I just, like, for my one class recently, I read this book called Station Eleven, which is now, like, an HBO show, which I've never seen the show. I think the show is, like, a little bit different than the book, but, um, it was, so it was for my apocalypse class, which is a super fun class, Ooh, but, okay. um, so basically it was, like, the, it was, like, 
a pandemic happened in the book um and we were like 99 percent of the people like died or whatever and basically what was like left uh, or what was like focused on in this book was like art and community and like you notice like when wow. the pandemic happened and like everyone was like couldn't go to work like a lot of people were focusing on art and community like i don't know if you remember like the wow. tagline like we're all in this together like you oh, know yeah. so it's like when everything else falls like Art and community are always there. This is like, what's left. yeah, right, and like creativity. Like, so that's why I feel like it's like so important to, like, have like some kind of creative outlet, like outside yeah. of like, or find like some passion that's like outside of like, work. <laughs> you know, because it's like super important, obviously. Like, um, but it so. is easily overlooked. A right, lot of yeah. people don't mm -hmm. have that. And right. For years, I, I remember there was a point in my life that someone had asked me, they're like, oh, so like, what do you do outside of work? And I couldn't answer that question. Yeah. I didn't mm -hmm. know the answer. I'm like, I just, I just work. I don't right. really do anything else. Yeah. Like, that is my life. Mm -hmm. And having those outlets can be so important. And it really brings you to people. And I think the more that we do that, the more chance we have at solving bigger issues because it gets you into those conversations that you normally wouldn't think about when you're just focusing on you. Yeah, definitely. And like, yeah, also like oftentimes like other people have those passions. So like you can find yeah. a community with those passions. Like I want to, I'm trying to get like more into rock climbing, but like I just don't really have time. Oh, okay. I know like the rock climbing community is like huge. So yeah. um, like that's like one thing. And even like I follow like a lot of um, Facebook pages like for like things that I like to do like I know yeah. Facebook is like kind of going away but I use it for like I don't know like I follow like a lot of crochet pages like a lot of like witchy pages Ooh, a lot cool. of like hiking pages and like um, I know like you I mean oftentimes I guess you probably won't like meet those people in person but like yeah. using that as like a tool to connect with people like with passions like that also like helps like you know build like a community sure. and make you feel like not so alone like or knowing like what events are going on because there's been yeah. a lot of times where I've just been like, well, I want to do stuff, but I don't know where to find it. Yeah, like, yeah. It's great for events and like being able to find a spot mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, here's a group of people that are doing something. I can pop in and like yeah. check it out. And there's even like oftentimes like groups like in the Cleveland area. Like I have one, I think it's like Cleveland Akron like skate group because I like mm -hmm. to roller skate and stuff. And I've seen like people post on there and be like, hey, like I'm going skating here. Like if anyone yeah. wants to come. So like if you're trying to like make new friends or something, I honestly like Facebook groups is like the way to go. That's great. And uh, again, for the person that's hesitant to do it, they're posting on there because they want people to come. You, you can be one of those people. You yeah. don't have to, don't worry, there's no prerequisites. Go most of the time if someone's putting something out there into the world that they want people to be with, they'll be happy to have you there. And yeah. You can go. Mm -hmm. You can do it. Yeah, there's even like, sometimes, I don't know, I know like in Lakewood where I live, like there's like a Lakewood friend group even. Yeah. So like, I don't know if like other cities have that, like you maybe just like type it into Facebook and see if you can find something. Find or or create, make it yourself. Yeah, start it up. <laughs> start if it's one. not there, like, get in yeah, there. What do yeah. you like doing? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's so fun. Communicate and art are actually super important as much as people think, might, might think they're not. Or like as a society makes it think that it's not. It's like... When everything else is gone, like, those are the two things that are, like, left. <laughs> so. That's so interesting, too. Like, yeah. you mentioned in your class kind of finding that same result and then seeing it play mm -hmm. out in r real life. Right. Like, mm -hmm. right at that same Well, I think that's, like, why, like, the apocalypse class is, like, I think my teacher said he taught it in, like, 2012, like, when the world was supposed to end, you remember? Yeah. And then he was like, well, I'm going to see if I could, like, teach it again because of, like, the whole pandemic and stuff. So, I think that's... Feels very relevant. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. my gosh. <laughs> Ashley, thanks for sharing all this stuff. Yeah. This is so fun. Did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about today while 
while we've got the mic running. Oh my god, I can talk for about any of this <laughs> stuff for like days. So, but I don't know, I'm okay. Uh, awesome. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening again today. You can find Ashley at Ash Venturously. We'll plug everything in the show notes below. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk again soon, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for having me.